Simplified Chaos, episode 175. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to help you lead a more intentional life. This is Simplified Chaos. Welcome to Simplified Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my husband and co-host, always, Nicholas. What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having an amazing week. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, we're going to be doing some more simplification. What are we simplifying? Today, we're we're diving deep into the nitty-gritty of the kitchen. We're going to simplify the kitchen today. We'll try to be concise about it, because the kitchen is... it's a juicy part of the home it is that's where a lot of the juices get flown (laughs) i really know what that means i don't either (laughs) i was thinking of juicers oh sure you were (laughs) yeah but before we dive into that as always we love to show a little gratitude before we get started so jilly what are you grateful for this week i am grateful for open space in our days yeah uh today was freaking magical um let's see today's tuesday i had one plan today with lucille and i was like we're gonna go to the library got some books to return maybe do a craft you can hang out and you know see how the day unfolds and um i messaged my friend uh that i met here in charlottesville and i told her how excited i was that i just invested in a planner for homeschooling and i just sent her a message saying Hey, miss you. Hope to see you soon. And she was like, what are you doing today? I really would love to go for a hike um, in the Shenandoah Park. And I was like, yes, today is fantastic. Let's go. She picked a trail. We met at her house after the library. Um, We all packed up in her minivan because she's got three little kiddos. And we had the most epic day. We were outside for like three hours on the trail just you know, exploring and stopping and climbing and finding all kinds of insects and trees. And then we get to the top and have these gorgeous views of the mountains. And then we come down and head back to her house. And before I know it, I'm like, holy crap, it's five o'clock. So time just like flew by and the kids just got along. I feel like kids just really flourish when they're outside, no matter what. So there's like way less parenting because it's like, there's so much outside to explore. It's like, there's no real issues unless someone gets hurt, you know? Oh yeah. Um, but it was just like really good conversation. Kids just having a ball outside, me being a little kid flourishing outside. It was an epic day. And I'm just grateful for open space in our days to allow spontaneity and really awesome adventures with, with friends we know and love. Yeah. Part of the benefit of unschooling. Yes, it's so epic that we just get to create the rhythms and schedule that we want that fits our needs and desires and values. And this is like a great reminder to keep doing what we're doing and purge the bullshit getting in the way so we can do more of these epic things that just kind of unfold and, man, just really fill my cup immensely. Your cup is full. My cup is full. (laughs) What about you, Nick? I'm grateful for being home for more than a week. (laughs) You did a lot of traveling before. I feel like since Labor Day weekend, I've been traveling, I wouldn't say almost nonstop, but I know I haven't been at home for more than, I think, five days, maybe a seven-day stretch at most. And 
we were actually going to head back to Maryland this past weekend to greet our brand new baby niece. However, we are going to, we hit the pause button and, and we'll be making our way up a little bit later this month when we have a lot kind of going on in that area. We'll be visiting Maryland. We'll be going to see my parents, a lot of things going on towards the end of the month. So it just made sense for, for us to, to kind of push that back and, and not rush. And I'm just grateful to, to be at the home base for more than a week. It's yeah. refreshing, but I'm going to be ready to travel soon. You know, it's, it's kind of catching that breath, but getting back out there and traveling. And we did some fun traveling too. We went to New Orleans together to celebrate our eight year wedding anniversary and ate our way through the town, did a lot of walking, met up with some friends, and it was just an amazing time. So no regrets on the traveling, but it is good to be home. Yeah. It's like that, the wave, it goes up, like lots of traveling. And then when you're back home, it's like, oh, it feels so good to be grounded back home and like normal rhythms for us and to like, you know, fill our cup with like just the safety net here and the comfort and then to go back out in the wild, (laughs) the wild adventure of the unknown when traveling and so many things can happen, you know. Actually got some yard work done too. Yeah. But New Orleans some lime down. That's not exciting to talk about. Let's just talk about New Orleans because that was just epic. It was awesome. We, I feel like there was a couple days well, we were, so we got to play with each other for like five days, which was unheard of. So fun. But there was times we looked at the watch like, and we're just like, oh, it's 12. Man, we got a lot accomplished. Yeah. Like we've already walked five miles right? and had our coffee and, <laughs> and eat a big meal. Yeah. It just felt like even though we didn't do a lot, we did a lot of aimless wandering in like yeah. gardens and parks without anyone else's agenda but our own so love lucille but it was so nice not to be told i want to go here hey i want to go here it's kind of like yeah we're driving now lucille you're with gammy and we get That's to decide right. how our day goes exactly <laughs> and that was awesome yeah so yeah good to be home good to be back at this podcast and ready to talk about the kitchen yes um Let's throw the kitchen sink at it jilly the really cool thing about the, the really cool thing I see what you did there. The really cool thing about this series is that you know I was feeling like a big sense of purging this month. For some reason, the theme that came to me this month in my planner was just like purge, and I'm like, what better way to purge and simplify, and then kind of go with the topics we talk about on the podcast. So recently, I've been purging and looking through the kitchen, and I think the kitchen is such a I don't know, maybe heavy is the word. It's like a heavy spot to cover. Like it's so loaded because I think the kitchen is the heart of the home. It's the pulse of the family. Yeah. In my opinion. At least in our family it is. Yes. Like if the kitchen is unwell and unsettled and cluttered, then I am unwell and unsettled and distracted. And I'm not as focused because I'm worrying about putting away the mess, cleaning up the mess. Mm -hmm. And that's where most of the mess happens. It's a glorious thing and I'm grateful for it, but it does drive me nuts when I see it out. Like it just affects me. And I wanted just to dive in into like just taking inventory of like what we have and finding our version of enough and kind of just sharing that process, what it looks like for us. Um, Yeah. So did you want to share anything else before I get started? (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you picked up on my throwing the kitchen sink at it. That's first of all. I'm I'm doing better at listening <laughs> at your jokes and acknowledging my them. My subtle jokes. No, they're, good. they're not even great jokes. You're such a whisk taker, Nick. Oh, God. 
but I think you're right. I think there's a lot of things in the kitchen that are that tend to be either out or they get lost, but they're taking up space and you're trying to find space for the things that are out. And, and so it, it can get a little overwhelming and finding a way to, to simplify that can certainly simplify the chaos, the madness, whatever you want to call it, and bring on a sense of calm. And so that's just something that, you know, we've been working on for, for a long time. We, you know, we keep practicing. We've simplified, simplified greatly ever since we started this podcast, even before we started this podcast, and we're still finding ways to simplify things. So I just think that it's, something that you just got to keep practicing and I know we keep saying that in, in a lot of the different episodes that we we um that we do but it is a practice and you got to continue on doing it yeah and you can totally make it fun like I don't know I, this process to me I think it gets more fun the less overwhelmed you are so yeah, like yeah. in the beginning 100% overwhelmed like holy shit why do we have all this stuff I don't even use this like you kind of still have those conversations with you but it's just like Instead of saying it to like 50 things, it's like, oh, I've said it to five and right. <laughs> it's way less, you know, um, stressful now. So it gets better, folks. Just letting you know. Yeah, it, it does. Feels it feels really heavy in the beginning, but it just gets so much lighter and lighter and lighter and easier, I think. And I think as human nature, like we crave different, we crave new, we crave exciting. So I think purging and decluttering and going through things, you know, yearly, seasonally, however you see fit is great for just bringing, having space to, to bring in new and exciting things in your life that you want to try. Mm-hmm. I know like our way of cooking, we are starting to get into more, I, I guess I'll say ancestral ways of preparing meals. So lately I've been really wanting to experiment with like fermentation. So that's going to mean I'm going to have to start collecting jars and mm-hmm. keeping them and washing them. And that wasn't like that in the past. So now it's like, my needs and desires and ways of nourishing my body are looking different. So the kitchen's going to be changing slightly with how we're evolving with, you know, things that we're putting into our body. So I think it's important just to revisit the kitchen often, especially if there's this huge shift in how you're taking care of your body. Um, So there's some things that have been changing and evolving because we're bringing in new and exciting ways of preparing food. Yeah. And they're going to continue to change and evolve. There's, there's, we've got some, wish list items that we need to bring back into the kitchen, but we need to get rid of sure. some things in the kitchen before we can start bringing those other things in. So it's, it's all very intentional, very mindful as far as like our, our thought process on this. And yes, you know, we are experimenting with fermentation. So that does require some different, um, materials so to say so like glass jars and whatnot the kitchen scale i'm finally yeah. using now i'm yeah. really excited oh i i didn't realize how to, to measure my liver well i I didn't realize how scientific beef fermentation, liver, beef liver, how I guess exact and scientific the you know fermenting fermentation is like measuring the amount of the water and the vegetables and you know there's a formula they give you to how much salt you added. So I'm learning a lot. It's like against the grain on how I function. I'm more like a throw things together. So it's been kind of fun mm-hmm. to experiment with with new ways of preparing food to like nourish our bodies. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to tear down the the refrigerator and freezer, but. I know you, you're more using the utensils. I, I'm a basic, you know, pots and pans, uh, spatulas, and and basically that's it. And yeah. the grill. What do you mean tear down the fridge and the refrigerator? Just talk about it. Oh, talk. Yeah, I've never talk heard that expression. We're going to tear it down. Break I, it down. I was like, I've never heard that expression. You're just like, what are you going to get ready to do with the refrigerator I know, and the freezer? I'm like, like you, <laughs> what's happening? Jilly, we're going to start burying our food. <laughs> 
Fantastic. Yes. Ancestral. Oh, man. Good stuff, babe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess I guess I'll get started. So I did this. I don't know if it's weird. It's, it was kind of fun. And it was like kind of like this aerial view of our kitchen. So I actually counted how many cabinets and drawers we had. Because, oh, I'm actually curious about this because I don't know that. Because I think when you see the numbers, you're like, hot damn, we have a lot of storage. And if we can't fit mm-hmm. everything we need and use every day in that amount, like there's something going on that we we have a problem we need to address of hoarding or, you know, like especially if it's not being used. So anyway, um, cabinets. We have 20 cabinets. I was just getting ready to get that. I was counting them in my head. We have five drawers. Okay. Uh, one really large pantry closet, and I'm painting a picture for our listeners too, so they can just get an idea of like the storage in our kitchen. Mm-hmm. We've got one fridge, unless Nick's tearing it down. We have 20 cabinets or 20 shelves. 20 cabinets. No I'm counting the doors. Like it's there's one door to that side of the cabinet. There's another door to that side of the cabinet. So that's okay. how I counted. I counted cabinet doors. Let's put it that gotcha. way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? I think. I counted cabinet doors. One handle, one door. Okay, babe? I got you. All right. Uh, We have one dishwasher. We have one oven. We have one sink. And we also have one shelf that we use in our closet, in our linen closet. And that's where we store kitchen towels. I wanted to include that because we do have kitchen stuff in our linen closet that I consider part of the kitchen. Yeah. But yeah. So there's the inventory. Like how big our kitchen is. How much storage we have. Any questions, Nick? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you on this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I guess the first thing that, I don't know, part of me wants to go over this. There was a list on the Minimalist Mom podcast, um, and I want, I think that's going to help direct the conversation on what we have and okay. kind of how to be design it. But before I do that, um, if you haven't listened to the simplification episode about toys that we did two weeks ago... Um, I found this kind of process with toys that I used with the kitchen as well. I think before you simplify or purge anything, we need to identify, I call it the four P's purpose, purge, prep, and then play. I think they all can be aligned to multiple things of decluttering or simplifying. So for the purpose, I think it's important that before we start purging or getting rid of anything, I think it's important to find like, what is the whole purpose that we see as our kitchen? Some things that came to mind for me was nourishment, gathering, community, play happens in our kitchen, conversation, Mm -hmm. experimentation, creative work. Lucille and I are drawing constantly in there. Relaxation, ease, and it's a dance zone. Like those, all of those amazing purposes is how we use our kitchen. Yeah. And I guess the reason why it can be so many things is because we do not have a kitchen table. Possibly. And there's a lot of space. Like there's our counters are empty like Mm -hmm. we don't keep a lot and i think that's really important that provides an immediate sense of ease to my brain is the fact that we keep our counters almost bare and our island besides lucille's art projects and stuff like it's pretty bare which just immediately when you see that it's just like clean open space Mm -hmm. automatically i feel at ease um so knowing that knowing that the purpose of our kitchen is we want to be able to host and have friends over and eat and nourish our bodies and just have space for experimenting like with new ways of cooking and nourishment and play with Lucille. 
this is kind of like the driver for why we simplify our kitchen as well, because we want space for all of those things to happen. And something else that I didn't think about until we did the toys episode is that I think it's important now that Lucille's four that the more our kitchen is simplified, the easier mm-hmm. she will have to access these things and actually put them back, which is no, more important. Yeah. She knows where their home is and there's no confusion about where things go. Like it's not chaotic and crazy where she's just like, she's overwhelmed. Because if she, if I'm overwhelmed with my kitchen, of course my daughter is not going to be able to help us in the kitchen as well. And that's important that I want her to be a part of the family and cleaning up and preparing meals. So yeah. I think it helps all of us in that arena. Absolutely. Okay, so there's this list where she has she has on, um, and this was on her Instagram on things to purge, and I think we can kind of discuss all of these. Um, number one, she has excess excess mugs. I think there's a lot of people who have a shit ton of coffee mugs. Yeah, we. I mean, we were those people. We had a oh, ton 100%. of coffee mugs. And I think the most houses we go in, we see everyone's collection of mugs, and it's not good or bad. It's just that. We've let go of a lot of coffee mugs to now we only have, I think, maybe six. Yeah. Six mugs. Yeah. Um, And it's provided so much more space because ceramic mugs take up space, man. That's true. And we don't have them stacked anymore because there's not as many. So, like, we can kind of display them out and see each individual one, which is really nice. Um, It's kind of like a little display case now when you open yeah. it up. It's not like... I mean, yeah, we definitely have... We have a cabinet dedicated to coffee where we have our coffee cups, we have our burr grinder, mm-hmm. and we have our beans and our French press. Yeah, and, and I boom, think voila. I think that leads you kind of lends itself to the fact that um, when it comes to small appliances, I did take an inventory of that because I know small appliances mm-hmm. can take up a lot of space in people's kitchens. Um, when it comes to small appliances, let me go back to my list so I don't leave anything out. Okay, this is what we have right now we have a toaster we have a kettle we have an emulsifier um a small blender it's kind of like um a bullet almost we have our coffee burr grinder and we also have a hand mixer and that's it um oh we also have a slow cooker i'm sorry i guess that counts and almost all of those appliances fit inside our cabinets that's a game changer when you can put all of your appliances (laughs) in a cabinet out of sight out of mind yeah, no pressure cookers or Instapots or air fryers for us. Like that, we don't have any of those those small things there. We don't have a toaster oven or anything like that. We just have the the simple things that we that we use often. Yeah, and I will say the only appliance that does sit out is our kettle, because it's like a beautiful piece of art on our counter, and I love it so much. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's the only thing that sits out all the time because we use like not that we don't use our coffee grinder every day, but. I just like, it just looks really appealing sitting out. Like, it's like a decoration on our counter. I love it. Yeah, it's it's a nice matte black kettle <laughs> on a white, uh, not granite, but uh, quartz countertop. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Um, something else on her list was um, purging excess worn hand towels or napkins. And I think that's also something that can get out of hand if you don't take inventory on like, just old stuff or even stuff that might have been sentimental. And there's a lot of sentimental like towels and stuff that I probably got handed down to me. But it was just like, 
I was holding on to it for the wrong reasons. I wasn't really using it. It wasn't really efficient at its purpose anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just had to let them go. Most of them I had to throw away because they had just been worn to I death. I had no idea that you had sentimental hand towels. I used to before. <laughs> like from my grandmother and stuff. I think it's more of a woman I thing. Just, I just like, oh, this is a towel. I'm going to dry a dish with it or dry my hands. Like there's some that were gifts from people. And then eventually like they got so many stains on them. They couldn't come out anymore. So... I think that can get out of hand. And right now, I think we have like the small basket in our linen closet that we keep probably like 10 kitchen towels. Which is probably too many when you think about it. You probably only really need four because we have one that hangs on the oven. We have one that hangs on the dishwasher bar. Yeah. And then we have eight that are in storage. Could be. You know, and you know, you can always, if you have to wash it, you replace them with two. Yeah. And I think that's about it because we, so, we wash pretty often because well, we also have, we don't use throwaway napkins we have cloth napkins, cloth napkins so those i think have we have about eight too. of those yeah. yeah um so i mean that number may go down right now it's fine but i think as they get worn i will get rid of them and maybe i won't replace them maybe i'll just see how we do with less which is always fun yeah, We've... until they get all worn out exactly yeah um something she had on her list to purge is appliances you never use mm. so we had to do that i'm trying to think what is something we had that pressure cooker the pressure cooker we gifted to my sister. It was a lovely gift for my mom, but honestly, I never used it. Um, I always loved the slow cooker, and I never felt like I was in a rush that I had to. And I hear people that swear by it, and they use it all the time. And that's the whole point of this conversation. I think that's amazing. If you use it, keep it. If you don't, like the use it, mm-hmm. if you don't use it, lose it. If you like, bust it out one time a year. Yeah, I think part of me felt guilty because my mom gifted it to me and I felt like I should hold on to it. But then I had the conversation with my mom like, hey, mom, this was an amazing gift. I really don't use it. I thought I would. And I think a lot of us have that intention like, oh, my God, we're going to use this so much. And I think we just have to get over the fact that like my intentions may have been great, but in reality, I didn't use it. So finding it a new home, selling it, gifting it to someone else. Uh, my sister has used it a couple times. It was probably been used way more with her than it has mm-hmm. with me. So I'm excited that she's getting use out of it. And it's one less large item that takes up space in yeah. her cabinet. So it provides space for new things coming in that, you know, we're actually using. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the, that's the one item that I, I recall. And I think we've had some other kind of like blending mm. items that we, we've kind of gotten rid of. Now, I think we used them more in the past, but we're not cooking that way anymore so there, there are some things that just were very easy to let go yeah um something else she had on her list was gadgets that only serve one purpose so something recently that i've purged is our garlic mincer mm. i haven't used it since we moved here i just use a large knife yeah and i do it that way I prefer larger pieces of garlic anyway <laughs> Um, we did have a yolk separator. We got rid of that because that was its only purpose. What is a yolk separator? It's where you crack an egg inside the tool and you swirl it around. So that way only the yolk stays in there and the whites go out. Yeah, I didn't even know we had one of those things. We did. I got rid of it a long time ago. (laughs) Um, I recently got rid of our apple core slash slicer. Mm -hmm. I always just cut an apple. And Lucille's been like really into just eating a half an apple now. So I just cut it in half and give it to the home girl and she does her thing. Yeah. So it's one less gadget that just was collecting dust. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of anything else, but there's so many gadgets out there that they're like, this would be great for this one thing. And then that's it. Like, it just takes up space and I don't use it. Yeah. Again, to each their own. If you have one of those amazing gadgets and you use it all the time, that is phenomenal. But they were not serving a purpose Do for we still me. have that thing where you roll the garlic in it? I threw that out. 
Good for you. Because it was my mom. Again, it took me a while because my mom gave it to me. It was like this tube, a cylinder tube that was like rubber. And you put the garlic in it and you roll it around to get the skin off. And I'm like, I can just do this with a knife or my hand. (laughs) So I love that there's people out there that come up with these amazing ideas. But again, I can do it very easily without a gadget. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I completely I forgot. I was like, I don't think I've seen that thing in there. In a while. I didn't even put it in like a get, you know, to go box. Or I mean, like a donation box. I was like, I'm just throwing this thing. Yeah. Out. Yeah. Um, okay. Something else she had on her list was unnecessary spices. So doing a spice purge is liberating. Oh my God. When you see all the spices. Especially when you just put salt on your stuff. Well, we, we use a lot of salt and just pepper now. But when you just like see all the spices that you've been collecting over the years and like don't use it, it's it's just so liberating when you're like, I'm going to empty this spice out and I'm going to recycle the glass container. Or I'm going to save it, you know, whatever you want to do. But there were so many spices that were collecting over the years that I never used or I might have used for one thing. And I'm like, it's probably expired now and I'm never going to use it again. So, yeah, um, it's great now. I now we have a drawer where we put our spices down flat so i can see i had this beautiful presentation of when i opened the drawer it's quite amazing of all the spices that i have right away there's not like piled behind each other they're not like in the corner of the cabinet and it's a great boundary for me like if the spice doesn't fit in this drawer i can't get that spice or like you know i gotta get rid of something else so i think the drawer is like a great reminder of like don't go overboard with your spices chilling like this is enough and it is it's plenty of space oh yeah um, something else she had was Tupperware without a match. Mm. And something I saw on a video and I forgot the name of the girl. Um, there was a video I saw and it was about minimalism and simplifying the kitchen. She had all of her Tupperware with lids on them and that's how she stored them. Yep. Because it takes up more space, which is genius because if it takes up more space, the less Tupperware you own, it's kind of like probably counterintuitive for how some people are thinking well that doesn't seem very efficient well it helps you hold on to less tupperware which means you have to be more efficient with your way of eating so you don't have as many leftovers also i will say that because you and i don't go into the office to to work that we also can stand to have less tupperware in the house because we're not pre-making our lunches or anything like that like the tupperware that we're using is truly for for leftovers and it's usually done the next day, like where you're eating the leftovers the next day. Very rarely do the leftovers make it more than two or three days in, in the refrigerator. And then, you know, we have plenty of Tupperware. Yeah. Glassware, whatever we want to call it. But I I did see that correlation, like the more containers you had to put stuff in, the more would be in the fridge and then you would forget about it yeah. because it would clutter the fridge yeah. up. So I think the less storage you have, which sounds weird... But if you find the just right enough amount to like house your leftovers or whatever you need it, and then that's it, it was just, it's kind of changed the way our fridge is. So I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that because I remember things that would get in the back and get hidden and like small things. And that's another thing. We don't have like super tiny ones anymore, which could be hidden in the fridge. And if we do, it's like maybe for Lucille's snacks, but for the most part, they're pretty, pretty big sized Tupperware so we can see it visibly in the yeah. fridge and like yeah. eat it or you know and we try to use glass versus whatever the, the stuff is plastic or, or whatever that is we still have plastic we but still do but we try to... to use glass when possible yeah so that was a fun realization like the less Tupperware the less uh clutter in your fridge so that was cool and something else she had on her list was fancy dishes and silverware mm. um 
we got rid of any antique things that were just sitting there and weren't getting used. Um, trying to think. We yeah. have four large plates, um, like three smaller plates. Well, one broke, so there was four, but now yeah. there's three. <laughs> um, four small bowls and then four like plate bowls. And I like to say we can get through like two days worth of eating and then we run the dishwasher yeah i know everyone's rhythms are different for us we don't run it every day we like to do it like every two days so it's enough dishes for us to eat all three meals and two times and then Mm -hmm. yeah then it's about time for us to clean it and same with silverware we have enough silverware where we can get through you know six meals and then it's time to run it so i guess it depends on like I don't know. I think two days is a great rhythm for us, but I know there's some people who may be like, I want to do it daily. Well, there's three of us in the house. There's some families of four or five where you have to run the dishwasher every day. Yeah, And then I've heard people who like don't even use their dishwasher, like some minimalism videos. They just have, they just have enough for their family and it forces them to do the dishes right then and put them away. So that way there's nothing in the sink, which I think is amazing as well. Or if you're Jilly Willie before Nick Caselnia comes into our life and uses the dishwasher for dog treats. We didn't grow up using the dishwasher. My mom had no idea how to use it, so we never used it. That was the craziest thing I ever saw. Walking into your house and I was starting to put stuff in the dishwasher and there are a bunch of dog treats in there. I'm sure there are other people out there who may have used the, have done the same thing. I'm sure you're not alone, baby. <laughs> okay, something else that she had on her list were flyers and takeout menus. I know this can probably get out of hand, and it used to be pretty crazy at my old house. We think we had a big drawer full. We had a drawer. We had a dedicated of drawer of flyers and menus and all that good stuff and coupons. Yep. Yeah. Um, we don't really order a lot of takeout these days, so we don't need menus. And if we did, everything's like on your phone now, so it just doesn't make sense to like hold on to the physical clutter if we can have access to it digitally. In my opinion. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. We really don't have any of that anymore. Yeah. Excuse me. Something else she had on her list was random unused sauce and condiments. And I thought this was funny because it made me think of when we used to keep like old soy sauces and like ketchup packets from like all the takeout. And again, I think the more takeout, the more that can be an issue. But we don't really do takeout much these days. But if it we did, I'd probably be throwing it out because number one, the ketchups most likely have corn syrup in them. And I'm just like, yeah, get this out of my house. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's we really don't have that issue, but I can see how no, that can well, get I out mean, of hand. We've dwindled down on the number of condiments that we have in here. Like, there's there's barely any. I know. I guess yeah. when you simplify your way of eating, it simplifies the fridge and everything too. Which is my favorite thing. Yeah, which I'm sure we'll be talking about momentarily yeah okay (laughs) the last thing she had on here was anything expired in the fridge or pantry which i know that's always a tough one especially if you have a lot of stuff in the fridge like that was part of the issue why we had so many soy sauces that expired two years ago Mm -hmm. and our because there was just so much in the fridge yeah and so yeah you you kind of have to when you when you have that much in the fridge you have to really make a concerted effort to like once a month say okay let's let's go through everything but you know once you really kind of simplify your diet and then simplify what you're intaking in that makes that job a lot easier yeah no i agree um yeah and so here is some silver linings of simplifying if you go through your pantry and you find some things are expired for instance like dry goods i found some rice that 
I was like, we haven't been really eating rice these days and it had already been open. So it's not like I'm going to give it to anybody. But I was like, hey, this rice would be freaking awesome for kids to play with, like sensory. Yep. So I put it in a little container for Lucille and put like a measuring cup in there and stuff and her dinosaurs and (laughs) she plays with it now and it's cute seeing her go to it like when she needs it. Like I'm sure it like it's I mean. It's even therapeutic for adults. Like, I'll just go there and, like, rake it with my fingers. And I'm like, this feels good. Um, but we've also done it with, like, the chickpeas. Uh, mm-hmm. The chickpeas are really, really, really old. And I put them in Lucille's kitchen in, like, her little coffee containers. And she pretends like she's pouring things and mixing things. And she absolutely loves it. Oh, yeah. So there's a cool silver lining on finding expired dry goods is use it for kids or find some find a parent who could be, like, who may want to use it just for play and not for eating purposes. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything I haven't covered. Oh, as far as cups, um, I know cups can get out of hand quickly. Cups can get out of hand. Because you can get them for free from like breweries and wineries. Souvenirs at the ball games. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we, we are constantly letting go of cups if we do get it. Like right now we probably should go through them because we've acquired some really cool brewery ones and it's like. Where are we going to put this? Do we keep it? Do we hold on to it? And we got some cider glasses. And so I think doing a cup simplifying declutter thing is probably the most, I don't know. I think that's the the most frequent thing I think we have to do just because I think just cups in general can get at hand because it can be a really easy gift or giveaway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also I think, I don't know, we probably talked about this before, but mason jars have been a game changer. Yes, for, mason jars are awesome. For simplifying so many things i can use mason jars to drink out of i can use them to store leftovers in i can use them to put snacks in for lucille like apple slices like mason jars can be used for so many things and drinking glasses so that's kind of helped us pare down what we have as well because most of our drinking glasses are mason jars which leads me to think we probably can get rid of some of our quote-unquote like cocktail glasses because we could basically use mason jars if we wanted to sure i don't know you're giving me that look. I don't know. I'm just thinking of like how to declutter that cabinet even more. If we wanted to, we don't have to, but that is an option. We could. Yeah, but we don't have we to. We could. <laughs> it's about the presentation of the alcohol. I know. I agree. No, I, I agree. It's always nice. I don't. And ever, we don't. It's not overwhelming. No. Yeah. Like our coupe glasses, they're. We have two coupe glasses. We have four. Um, why can't I think of it? Stemless wine glasses. We have four stemless. Well, yeah, four stemless wine glasses. And then we have like three beer glasses and four rocks glasses yeah rocks glasses yeah and the rest are mason jars yep yeah yeah but they all fit in one cabinet i think eventually if it got out of hand and they couldn't fit in there anymore we'd be like all right we got yeah no no go. i mean we're, we're not adding to it so no yeah again using... it does well with with hosting and all that stuff yeah yeah um Again, just like use the physical space as like a boundary for your limits if you have a hard time and it can get out of control. It's like only cups can fit in this cabinet. And then if it can't, it's like, all right, it's time to go through it. So it's kind of like a nice physical boundary for for myself too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Oh, and the cool thing about is if you have cabinets that are empty, like you can use them to store your phone chargers in. You can use them to put like pencils and notepads in for like making notes. Like 
there's so much more flexibility with using your cabinets for alternative things outside of like kitchen stuff, which can be really we got awesome. so much space in our cabinets. Like they're not even, most of our cabinets besides, I would say besides the glasses, the plates and the coffee, our other cabinets are a half full. Yeah. Like now I have space for our fermentation stuff. Cause I just went through our corner cabinet and I was like, man, I haven't I been in here. I didn't realize we had a corner right? cabinet. There's, I don't even know. Is there anything in there? There was. There was like baking pans and like the hand mixer, which I do use. The emulsifier yeah. is in there for when I make soups, um, but it takes up way little space. Um, but I did get rid of like three. We had like five pie pans. I'm like, man, I never make pies. Yeah. So I kept two pie pans and I got... Store-bought pie up in here. <laughs> no, we don't even get pie that often. I and know. If we do, we just go to really delicious places in charlottesville and get their pie that's what i'm saying but we got i got rid of like 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 three pie pans i got rid of like baking dishes that i was just holding on to i finally got rid of that and i got rid of and here's the other thing if there's something that you're like i might use this i give you the challenge to use it that day like for instance lucille and i found a mini donut pan i have a big (laughs) donut pan and i have a mini donut pan lucille found the mini one and was like let's make donuts i'm like all right so we made donuts it was a pain in the ass to get those little donuts out. And I'm sure it's not super fun to clean either. That's another thing. Think about how Actually, much... Actually, it wasn't that bad to clean. Damn it, Nick. <laughs> well, it was a pain in the ass to get the donuts out. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Oh, no. How often are you going to make donuts? Well, I got rid of it. That's the whole point. The mini one? Yes. The thing is, like... Good it, job. If you think you want to hold on to it, use it that day and see... Did I really enjoy this? I think I'm going to do it again. And if the answer is no, then get rid of it, folks. Yeah. I was like, I have one. I love the bigger donuts turn out so much better and they're way easier to get out. Um, the little donuts, were they're cute. They were just frustrating to get out. Um, and I already have a big donut pan. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep the big one. I'm going to get rid of the small one. I prefer one. deep fried donuts anyway. Mm, sourdough donuts. Yep. Yum. Um, so that's what, that was another revelation. Like if you think you're going to use it, I challenge you to do it that day and see how it feels. Did you really want to do it again? Yeah. (laughs) Like no. That's a great point. Thank you. Do you even want to get it out of the drawer? Then no, (laughs) just get it out to get rid of it. (laughs) Don't feel guilty. Just let it go. Yep. (laughs) Uh, man, we covered a lot. Oh, we even have a drawer, um, to put like Ziploc bags, aluminum foil, like parchment paper yep. so there's even place to store all of that which is great it's got our oven mitts in it too our oven mitt, like yeah. literally anything we need for the kitchen is in a drawer which and then we have a grill cabinet yeah we even have space to put like grill tools which is awesome so basically if you probably get the point like our counters are mostly clear except if we have dirty dishes from like making a meal but it's so refreshing to my mind and my body and even like to cook it makes the process of creating something or experimenting preparing anything by myself or with lucille so much more joyful and blissful and exciting because i'm not cringing at like the mess and all the clutter that's out and if i'm gonna have space and you know all of the things involving cooking so for me it brings me a lot of joy yeah and it's easy to take care of it is. I think if it's very easy. If your kitchen it's not overwhelming. If your kitchen isn't easy to take care of, I think that's a great reminder. Like, purge, purge, girl, man, whatever you are, <laughs> purge. Preach. <laughs> uh, I think 
think we I think we cover right? all the bases there, Jilly. I think so too. I yeah. feel like I've been rambling for quite some time, but there's nah. just so much going on in the I kitchen. I mean, you you are definitely more involved in the kitchen than I am, and it's because I don't bake, but I I do a lot of cooking. Most of my mm-hmm. cooking's on the grill or on the stove. Would you say the kitchen is more approachable for you as oh, someone? Oh, of course, because <laughs> I mean, really, all I need to know where the pots and pans are. I know where the spatulas are. I know where the plates are and the cups are, and that's all I really need. Like, I don't need any any cool widgets or gadgets or, or whatever. I drink my coffee black, so I don't need any of that kind of stuff, you know. So, yeah, for me. You're talking about my coffee frother? Yeah. I love that thing. I, I use do. that every day. Yeah, you do. Get good use out of it. But no, for me, simple is good. Oh, you bring up another good point. Um, I wanted to mention the pans. Before, we would have a lot of duplicates of the same size pans. Now we only have not up in here one size pan, like one large skillet, one cast iron, one big pot, one small pot. Like we used to have like two or three small pans, two large skillets. Like we would have duplicates. And I was like, why? Because the more we had, the more dishes we would create because mm-hmm. it was there and available to use. So yep. that has also been a game changer with just storage because pans can get out of hand, I think, as well. Yeah. And we're getting ready to to do a purge and replace on those. Yeah, I'm going excited. going to some stainless steel up in there. Yeah, wish us luck. I know yeah. nonstick is really exciting, but we're excited to to go back. And I just to need stainless. to get the confidence back to do the uh, the old cast iron. I know it doesn't smoke up the house because we have very sensitive <laughs> smoke detectors. If I can get that to work, we may just need to start over with a new sta- uh, cast iron skillet, but we'll we'll figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, keep your kitchen simple. <laughs> Causes a lot less stress and anxiety. Ease the tension, that baby. That's right. <laughs> Jilly, you got any resources for our listeners today? I do. I mean, we just, we just went over one giant resource in this entire episode. I hope that made sense. I know yeah. it's probably easier when you can have a visual, but I hope we described it well enough. And if not, hit us up. We can do a video, a little tour of our kitchen if you want to see a better idea. I know we really we did, should. We didn't really cover the pantry at all. Uh, but I can always do a video of that. That's a lot of things. Like it's not a lot. It's but not a lot because no, we don't store a lot of stuff anymore. Our our shelves are bare. <laughs> they really are. We just our have... refrigerator is bare. The only thing that has a lot of shit in it is the freezer because that's where all our meats are. It's so true. It's crazy. Our pantry is like shit. it looks like just bone broth everywhere. We still have like oatmeal and like dried fruit for Lucille and carnivore crisps. Carnivore crisps. Yeah, but it is pretty. It is pretty simple. It's, I, it's I'm still getting used to the fact that our diet's a lot simpler. So it's still weird to me. Like, oh, I don't have to have all the things, which is like, this is kind of cool. It's so fucking cool. It, it I really, love it. It really I'm, is. I'm, I'm, I'm geeking out over this whole thing. I just love it. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. So um, I found this blog post that was from simplelionheartlife.com. And it was all about simplifying the kitchen. And they had six things. I think it's six. Six things to kind of help ease the tension with simplifying. Ease the tension, <laughs> I'm baby. I'm just going to keep saying that. Ease the tension, baby. Okay, number one, let go of duplicate items. Eat. Check. If you're not using them. Again, we have a lot of mason jars because we use them, but, you know, to each their own. Number two, let go of things you don't use regularly or love check (laughs) number three let go of excess dishes and glasses 
Check. And it was funny. She had things, she had in parentheses, high impact item. Like this is a high impact on like clearing out your kitchen. Mm. I think there's a, it's really easy and dishes can take up a lot of space. Yes, they can. Yeah. Number four, honestly evaluate small appliances. Check. Again, find your version of enough, keep the appliances you use and let go of the other ones. Number five, clear off your countertops. Check. In parentheses, high impact. And I will vouch for that. Having, 100%. Ah, so From going better. to having stuff on your countertops to not having anything on your countertops is night and day. It is. And it's you... good for your mental health. <laughs> Preach it, Nick. <laughs> it is. All right. And the last one is clear the front of your fridge. And this was interesting. Check. They're like, you could have a lot of things that can collect on your fridge. They said, just clear it off and see how it feels for a couple of days just to get the effect. So there are some like of Lucille's artwork on there. So I'm going to clear it off just to mm. see how it feels, how the look of the kitchen is. I'm curious to see if she says anything. I, I'm sure she's going to notice. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, that's that's. I need what to I clean got. that stainless steel anyway. You it's do. A little it makes clean, that's it's a little thing. printy. It makes cleaning easier. Absolutely. Like who doesn't? That's my job. That clean the stainless steel. And here's another thing I think about when I'm buying anything for the kitchen. I think about how how long do I want to clean this? Is oh, it something? Definitely. I remember when I bought this gigantic spiralizer that I saw. It was a motherfucker to clean, man. It was not. It was painstaking to clean it. I'm like, I got rid of it I the hated next time. That thing. I know. Hated it. So yeah, think about like if I bring this into my life, how much time is it going to take out of my life? Yeah. Make is sure. that worth it? Check out all the nooks and crannies in them bitches. Oh yeah, that's, that's something sometimes you don't always think about until you like start simplifying. You're like, no, that's not worth it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jilly. Add on the resources. That's it. How about that quote of the day? Is this a long episode? <laughs> it, it's, it's pushing one of our longest ones. Well, since the, since the early days. Well, thanks for hanging out. We're still yeah. with us, y'all. All right, the quote y'all of the champs. day. The quote of the day intentionally assess what you have and decide if you need use or love it i like it very applicable very applicable applicable <laughs> applicable applicable both sounds tomato good. tomato 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 all right and your take action challenge is throw out all your shit in your kitchen <laughs> seriously jilly what is it <laughs> just purge things that aren't that aren't serving a purpose in your kitchen. It's pretty pretty simple. I think we, yeah. we keep rambling the same thing. Yeah, Purge unpurposeful you things can in your do kitchen. It. You can do it. We're here to support you. If you need help, give us a shout on the gram. Indeed. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode here, folks. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation conversation leads to action and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle we want to thank you all for listening today and we will see you again next week see y'all later